so, do you want? So today at school, my day job mm-hmm. was yearbook picture day. Oh. And I'm the yearbook sponsor. Oh, shit. What does that mean? It means that I kind of have to organize it and oh, wrangle, the, wrangle them kids into terrible. manageable lines. Um, it was a real fun time. Fun was had by all. That yeah. is my official story. Are kids um, excited to get their picture made for no! the No! They're excited to get out of class and yeah. stand in a super long line and make it even longer so they can hang out with their friends instead of being in class. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you know, back in the day when I was in school uh-huh. in the dusty old 1800s, you know, we didn't we didn't take photos like you take them today. Yeah, so, because you were on the Oregon Trail. You were exactly. too busy trying not to get dysentery. Exactly. Am I right? So folks? I just think it was dysentery? a di- I think it was a different thing. Like people really dressed up and shit. I didn't really do that. I'm missing from a lot of yearbook pictures because it's too cool for school, boo. Uh-huh. But um, but people really took that shit serious. You know, doesn't happen to yeah, the same I degree. I, I mean, figure. it does and it doesn't. Like the, I mean, it is an art school, so you know. By art school standards, there are some people who dress up and then, right? you know, a lot of people who don't yeah. but, or, or dress up in a, in a way. They're, well, they're certainly promoting the image of themselves they wish to promote. Yeah. We'll put when, it that when, way. when you're 15. Right. My, um, my mom was so disappointed in me because they had a whole senior picture day was like on a Saturday afternoon. Uh-huh. And I was, I was pissed because I'm like, you're, wait, I got to go to the school on a Saturday afternoon? Fuck this shit. And, uh, but, you know, she pushed at me and pushed at me and pushed at me so i'm like okay i'll go up there and get the pictures and get them taken and the whole thing and i get up there and they hand me a little swath of cloth Uh and a rose to lay across it yeah and i just turned around and walked out and uh i think to this day she's angry at me for not having gone all the way through with it but i yeah i think i said can i get the little tux dicky thing and they were like absolutely not different time y'all yeah and uh and so i was like middle fingered it and walked out i feel like there was something in the news fairly recently within the past few years about that sort of like that drape shit versus do they the still do shit. that i mean we don't yeah well you're in art school yeah we, well, I bet we some, used to i bet there's some middle alabama schools that are using those same damn and roses I, and i want to say i don't know if it was here i don't know if it was in another you know right less hospitable state where you know some mississippi young woman was like i'm gonna wear the tux and, and they were like yeah. uh no you're not little missy you're right. gonna be a heterosexual by the time you graduate high school or else. And this would just prove that things literally have not changed in the last 200 years. Um, yeah, I mean, we still have brave um, explorers fording the Oregon Trail, for <laughs> instance. Oh, let's talk about movies, Corey. That's right. What's up, ding-dongs? My name is Corey Craft. I'm Rachel Morgan. This is the Side Talks podcast. We talk about roses and drapes. And we talk about the Corey heads and kittens who are out there listening to Corey Morbitz Craft talk about movies. There's nothing we can do, is there, Brad? No, it is, it is just uh, going to be mm-hmm. this but worse from now. On. Great. <laughs> Cannot wait. What's this shit? An old traditional what's this shit. I there just we go. At you. And let me just do a little extra something. Okay. What? The TV edition. Oh, no. You said that I was not going to like this. And is it because you're about to throw some television bullshit at me? That's about, I'm about to throw some television bullshit. Oh, no. Okay. Here's the scene. I okay. have not seen this. I guarantee it, but you still may be able to get it. Oh my god! Okay. And as a matter of fact, we're gonna we're gonna dig into this a minute. I'm gonna describe a scene to you, and then I'm gonna describe another scene to you. I want you to pay close attention to the tone, and then I'm gonna 
I'm going to go a little further and and identify some things about the characters and the scene and the place and maybe even the era that you might get it. And then from there, we'll give up. Okay? So it's a season of the real world. It just depends on which you one. Wish. Okay. This is not reality TV. I'll, okay. I'll give All you that right. hint. So there's a brother and a sister and they're in a what I would call like either a backyard or a driveway basketball kind of situation with a little, you know. Yeah, I gotcha. Bouncing the ball around. Yeah. Um, they're both sort of the elder uh, siblings in a fairly large family. Uh, are we saying this is a party of five? It's not a party uh, of five. Okay, all right. No, no. Uh, no, my retinas were totally intact. I, they weren't being burned by <laughs> Nev Campbell's no. hotness. Oh, wow. And so this is what you're going to really – everybody hold on because you're going to get really uncomfortable for a second. But this this one, this young woman it, who's bouncing the, the basketball around says to her brother mm-hmm. – and it is a real brother, but blood – relations mm-hmm. same mother same father you know i'm trying to figure out this whole kissing thing you know it's i, I need to get this kind of knocked out this first kiss Ugh. and i don't really know i'm feeling uncomfortable and and you Ugh. know a little self-conscious and i have some ideas about who could stand in and kind of help me and that would no. be you brother no. you brother no! <laughs> and i need you to know pick up on the tone here this is supposed this is not supposed to be a like dark like you know drama this is a like this is supposed to this is being passed off as being like whimsical and like and then here comes daddy daddy walks up on them and they literally turn it down and go it's not what it looks like all of this is making me i had to pause several times and scream do you know what this is i okay somebody out there in tv land does know is okay how many of these people are went on to be movie stars um one of them. The young woman. The young woman. Is the dad played by a... Yes. Okay. So this is Seventh Heaven. <laughs> you got it! You fucking got it! I didn't it. have to finish that thought, but obviously Stephen Collins, Seven. if you've never Corey, looked into where it... where do you go? Yeah. Um, I have no response that to that. That place is home! I have absolutely never seen <laughs> Seventh Heaven, but I, I thought it might be that when you started describing this bizarre... You know, weird, like, so weird, repressed, sort of Christian fundamental. Like, what do we do if we want to kiss? It's not like I've ever spoken to another young man before. I don't know if Jessica Beale's ever spoken to another young man before. This thing is a diabolical fever dream. (laughs) It is the wildest shit. Now, I remember back in time putting this on, being like, let's put some church on, you know, (laughs) haha, and watching it a little bit in the background while, like, you know, eating macaroni and cheese or something much, much younger years and just you know, pointing at the screen and laughing. It is so much weirder and so much worse than I ever remember. And it is also edited as if I took one of my students who's in their first semester and said, hey, go cut this together. It is a complete catastrophic fucking disaster. Can I ask you a question that I think is the obvious one that Please. comes to mind. Why were you watching Seventh Heaven? Well, there have been a couple of episodes that have been brought to my attention that I have vague recollection of, uh-huh. and I really want to dive into them because they're that one of which is like one of the white friends that's, you know, part of this white family in this very white show gets is a, in a very straight white man gets um, hate crimed. Oh, great. And somebody yeah. scratches the N-word on his car, and he continues to drive it around town, and it's all because he wanted to do a paper on MLK. 
that's the fever dream level I'm talking about. And I was like, oh, holy shit. I'm hearing, you know, this is kind of something people that somebody's watched and put out there and, you know, on TikTok review or something. And so I heard about it and I was like, I got to go watch this. Well, why not just take it, you know, peel it back a little bit and and watch a handful of these things, maybe from the start and Mm. see how weird it gets. And it gets so weird. The same episode, Lucy, who's like the, the, the Jan, goes and and ha- is like wants her period to start really bad but it hasn't yet and and she's really mad about it so she's taking it out on everybody in this really weird way none of w- none of this is connected to an actual female experience of the world and then at some point she her and mary who's played by jessica beale which uh-huh. is what you're asking about run into matt's friend the older brother's friend around the corner from the house and she for some reason when she sees him reaches under pocket and then pulls out and drops a tampon. But you literally, the shot is cut in where it literally, you see the actor kind of throw it mm-hmm. on the ground. And then she, you know, squeals and runs off because she's so horrified. And I'm like, well, then why did you take it out of your pocket and throw it on the ground? Because that's exactly what we saw. Like, it's that level of just like complete lunacy of <laughs> what the fuck is happening. <laughs> then then dad pastor does a like kind of like a period sermon. Great. There's, it's just... Every you you think you're going to be able to take a breath and kind of relax for a second and then whoop upside the head, you know it just keeps on and on and on. <laughs> Would you say it's the worst thing that Stephen Collins has ever done? It, yeah, Brenda Hampton and Stephen Collins together, two <laughs> evils came together to form a more perfect evil. Oh my god, this thing is diabolical, and there's no way in hell that we're not doing this on a bad movie night. Like it's that it's so next level of just a jaw dropper, but just that, like a clip, right? No, you're not gonna make that poor. I don't think you're getting it. Oh, like no. there's something. You know how I get. You know how I get when I'm wa- <laughs> when I'm watching something like Valentine's Day or whatever, and I get like halfway through, and I'm yeah. like, is it performance art? I'm not even five minutes into this thing, and I'm like, what diabolic? What, is it genius or is it insanity? I don't know what's ha- like. You know, it's just it's next level. It's next level chaos. But there are like seven seasons of this thing, yeah, right? Yeah, and that's why I think that's what I'm getting at, right? Mm. Like this episode is pretty relentless. It's pretty relentless. You kind of feel like you're going down a street of just every, every, there's a speed bump every, you know, 20 feet. But you know, that's just life for the modern Christian oh, yeah, family sure. when you think about it. But this is, this is just, this is not even the height of it, right? So buried within these like 40 seasons or whatever. Also, by the way, produced by Aaron Spelling. Of course. Of course. And so within these 40 seasons, there's got to be four, four to six kind of jewels that are just going to be absolutely like you're going to have to hold your chest through the whole fucking thing and so i'm going to find those and we're going to play a couple of those and while people might balk about it at first (sighs) just like just like my father the hero got a standing o this is gonna people are going to talk about this for years to come Corey. oh my god it is so insane well i'll let you curate Oh, the, the selected I, episodes because I don't know me. that I want to wade into that particular swamp. Believe me, I mean there's also there's it could potentially be the episode where you know it's right around the time of the sort of like the conflict in Iraq or what is it? What do we call it now? What's the what's the the politically incorrect term? The clusterfuck that we're yeah, still dealing, dealing with. with. And it was the height. Well, is okay. Let me say it this way. It's right post-September 11th, right, like right, right, right within the aftermath of September 11th. And so they do some kind of episode where, you know, somebody comes into town um, 
and they're Muslim, and you know, it's like oh, it's what, a whole what, what it's a controversial thing. It? And what so, could you, what? Reverend oh Camden goodness. needs them to come to the church, and you know, we want everybody not to. It's like a lot of hate going towards them, and and so the mom goes up to check on Lucy and Mary, the middle, you know, the Jan and the Marsha, uh-huh. and opens the door, and and what we see is what a sort of a POV POV through the mom's eyes, uh-huh. and they both turn and look, and they're both um, wearing burkas. <gasps> Yeah, and then and, and so it where you're supposed to be like, oh, I see, I see. Now they're just like us; they're people too. <sighs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's so, it's so gross. It's the grossest shit you've ever seen. We got to watch it. All right, <laughs> I'm less enthusiastic about watching any of it, but um, have a little faith in me. Okay, as Reverend Camden would say. <laughs> oh, God, and and that pay that faith again, not to harp on the Stephen Collins thing, uh, paid <laughs> oh, off. That makes it. I mean, just think about that, y'all. Think about how insane that is and diabolical that is. That this scene with the brother and sister, who are the sisters trying to convince the brother to make out with her, then culminates into Daddy, played by Pedo, asshole fuck face walks up on this happening like it's just you got and, kinda, the whole, and all the stuff about the little girl having the period like what are we it's just yeah exactly uh, anyway i i What's got it shit? i won but i don't feel good about it <laughs> at <laughs> all oh boy yeah um if Sounds you are bad. if you are if you haven't been making it to bad movie night you might want to consider making it to bad movie night because you never know when Seventh Heaven might make an appearance, and I know you're all that would be a deterrence. <laughs> I shouldn't. That's go what you think because wait yeah, for it. Yeah, sometimes it's going to be something fun, and then sometimes it's going to be this, which I bet would be pretty fun to watch a little drunk, which you can do at Bad Movie Night. Uh, yeah, I think fun is an interesting word, but um, <laughs> I, you know, I li- I lived through this episode. I came out on the other side. What I think is a better person. I felt like I had experiences and feelings and. <laughs> I'm different now. Um, you two can experience this with us in a group full of people, and uh, a lot of shots will be had. So um, keep wait. an eye out for that one. Reflections. Well, you know, I don't think we should follow up that segment with a discussion of the strike or um, what's happening in the world of distribution right now. Uh, which is all great <laughs> it's pretty, news pretty i haven't terrible. looked at the headlines in the past nine years but i assume that everything is still going strong and i know for yeah. a fact it's not oh, it's 100%. terrible it's totally great um instead i'd rather ride the seventh heaven and appropriate rave wave right into um a question a really hard-hitting question for you and that yes. is what's the best snack at a movie what what do you do Corey? Yeah. what do you do are you a popcorn lover hater i mean who is it like uh, e- ebert yeah. That's a popcorn hater? Ebert, Is that right? Uh, well, Ebert was a popcorn hater, I think. Um, I am a popcorn lover. I don't get snacks at the movies all the time. Because you don't want to interrupt the cinematic viewing experience? No, or? I'm not okay. that precious about it. I mean, the screen is big enough and the sound is loud enough that me enjoying popcorn is, poses no interruption. Um and in fact, like I have been to many sort of dine-in theaters, sure. um, where, some of which we name we won't mention. That's 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 right. Uh, and enjoyed myself quite a bit, you know, with a dinner, you know, presented right. to me. But if I'm going to say uh, the sidewalk cinema, uh, 
I usually just stick with popcorn and and a soda. Now, you'll sometimes go, of course, to these these um, suburban multiplexes, and these days, especially at our local AMCs, they've installed all of these Coca Cola freestyle machines, freestyle, um, which have you know hundreds of combinations of various flavors and syrups. Uh, and so forth. So you could get like a, a raspberry diet coke if that's your thing or something. Well, and Fanta has a mystery flavor coming up for Halloween. I'm it's not a, it's a try it's it. a mystery scary flavor. No, most of that, of course, is just like undiluted corn syrup. Uh, so I I try to okay, steer hater. away from that. Uh, but the last time I went to the multiplex or time before last, when I saw The Nun Two, oh, uh, a that real needs, triumph that of cinema for, that calls for snacks. Um, I I didn't get a snack, but I got a a raspberry lemonade from the freestyle machine, and I and I enjoyed it. Uh, the Nun it was Two. Enjoyable. Sounds like a great combination. Yeah, I, I did a little Friday afternoon matinee, got a raspberry lemonade, and um, watched a bunch of uh, <clears throat> nonsense. Oh no! If you will. Oh no! Um, so you're so you're an occasional soda ish. Occasional soda ish. Like, soda-ish. like yep. I, I'll tell you another thing that I like. Okay. Uh, the the uh, I like to do ginger ale, but like cherry ginger ale. That's so, good. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. good. Um, but yes, uh, if I get a snack, it's going to be popcorn. If I get a drink, it's going to be a ginger ale uh, or a uh, a lemonade. So I went through a root beer phase. I love um, a Bargs. Yeah, yeah. At the sun, and, I do. And uh, if you get it in the freestyle machine, you can do a vanilla root beer, which doesn't really change the flavor all that much. Oh, I think it does. Let me tell you what I do. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going about 80% of a vanilla in the freestyle machine, right? Uh 80% vanilla Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And then I do a vanilla root beer floater on top of that. There you go. I mean, that's living the dream right there. um, That's highly recommended. The people behind me usually get really annoyed because you got to kind of back out. Yeah, but they can wait. I know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, y'all. I, I'm a hey. Did you not know that I'm a premier Stubbs member? Yeah, which means I can you freestyle get your own fucking line too. Yeah, so want, you know I'm, I'm a freestyle. I'm living that life as well. You know, freestyle it up. Well, and I got to tell you, I'm, I'm I tend to be. I used to be a person who would get the popcorn and do the like M M&M and M popcorn salty sweet kind of combo yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of years ago. I've really kind of I feel like I'm elevated now and I've moved past that. And I for the same amount of calories that you can have a popcorn you can do the mozzarella sticks now i'm not suggesting one is healthier than the other even though i mean y'all we're not gonna lie to you movie theater popcorn is not the healthiest thing you can eat even if you're doing the real butter you're still popping it probably in that yellow stuff yeah that yellow stuff which may or may not be toxic food i mean we love you we're still going to serve that to you at the sidewalk cinema. <laughs> You're still going to eat it. I'm still going to buy it. I'm still going to eat it. But I tend to do a mozzarella stick when I'm at the AMC. Interesting. Because the calorie count and the you know the the healthiness is probably yeah, probably six of one. Um, but I do. I oftentimes do get a popcorn just to kind of. I know this is going to sound crazy because everybody bitches about the cost. But I kind of like I'm supporting the theater. You know, sure. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, and I just like to have a handful or two. Uh, and I like to smell the popcorn during the film. Now, yeah, I don't get the the bucket. The yeah, bucket I don't is either. way excessive. My mom gets the bucket. My mom gets the bucket too. That's a, I'll get. The, what I'll are get we the, discovering, Brad? Bucket's a mom thing. Yeah, it is. I think it's a. I think it's a uh, like a. Well, I mean, 
you know, if you just spend a little bit more, look at all of the popcorn that you get. That's like, the problem. That is the problem. the problem. Yeah. So I, I get the reasonably sized bag of popcorn, which is still like, I don't know, $19 or whatever it is these right. days. Um, now, the salty sweet combo, perhaps this is a controversial opinion. I've never really gone in for that. Oh, it's good. You know, I, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, when you when you fly through like the Chicago airport or whatever, yeah. and you you see you know the Chicago style like mix of caramel corn and cheddar cheese That's popcorn, it's really good. It's really good. I'll go for that. Movie theaters don't offer that. Well, some of them do. They actually do. AMC now has the what's the they call it like the gourmet popcorn. Oh yeah, and no, you can no, do no, the mix. No. but it's not the I, same. No, it's not, it's the not same. like the not airport the popcorn no, no, that you no. get. Yeah, airport popcorn. It's not like Garrett's notch. mix. Right there, you go. Um, no, and by the way, if Garrett's Mix wanted to sponsor us and just supply us with the yes, Garrett's please. Mix, we would probably do that. that we're, probably do. we're we're cheap. We're so cheap. Um, but I so I don't tend to go in for like candy or sweets at the movies in general. Yeah, I think you know if if I do or historically if I have, I've I've always gotten something that's not overwhelmingly sweet, like a Twizzlers. Um, something about that I think combines really well with the movies for me. I think but a lot of people like that. I'm not a Twizzler person. I'm, I'm not I'm a, a I'm not person. a like gummy person either. Oh, I, I love gummies. I just really can't do it. You now, know? yeah, the the box of your chocolates or candies or, or like M&Ms or things. It, I've never really been wild about that. Never I really been you. wild about I it. I, I mean, I like that stuff every now and again, but not at the movies for whatever reason. Well, I'm a big dinner at the movie fan. There's a there's a place, a couple of theaters that were doing this popcorn for dinner thing yeah. when, when I was doing the art house convergence and we were doing a lot of research on theaters. And what they do is they, they'll have, you know, they'll do like, I guess, bacon or something on the popcorn, like something that they can cook in a microwave or uh, something. And they put that on the popcorn and you do the popcorn for dinner. I, I mean, difficult. I don't eat meat, so I don't, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to wrestle with that. Uh, and I don't really want the chocolate pre-mixed in. No. No, I don't want the I snow caps either. already in there. Uh-uh. I've had people that I've gone to movies with who shook those snow caps in the in the popcorn. I'm not into that necessarily. Yeah. I want to kind of keep them separated. Yeah. Um. But you know, I I, I got to tell you, if you wanted to go and get the Rachel Morgan special, uh huh. I am a soda fiend, and I, to the point where I've really had to bring myself to. There's two times I can have soda. Uh huh. When I go to the movies, and not every time. Just yeah. like when yeah. I'm at the multiplex, I don't do it at Sidewalk because I'm, I'm there too much. At the multiplex, I can get a soda, and I can get a soda when I go to Davenport's Pizza yeah. Palace. And that's really the two times that I can get the soda. And so if you're going to do my special, it's going to be a 75% Dr. Pe- Pepper vanilla with a Barg's root beer, 75-80%, yeah. Barg's root beer floater, and I order a Mott Sticks. And mm. then you just podcast at SidewalkFest.com and let us know how that works out for you. Or let us know your favorite movie theater snack. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Slide Talks podcast. We're your own personal cinematic Amy Schumer and uh, Nikki Kay. Oh, are those two at it? You know? No. They were both at the, I believe, the U.S. Open. This okay. tennis thing not that long yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Not a sports person. Uh-huh. And Amy Schumer took a photo from across the little stand of Nicole Kidman uh-huh. and posted it and said, this how humans sit. And it, I mean, it was a very, you know, it was a very Nikki K kind of moment uh, sure. uh, of the of the sitting. And then everybody said, "You're cyberbullying. You're you're being really mean to Nikki K. And how dare you?" And so Amy Schumer, uh, which much respect, doubled down and said, 
You got to love it, right? And so um, let me see here. I want to apologize to all the people I hurt posting a photo of Nicole Kidman and alluding to her being an alien. And then she said, I will be asking the cast of that 70s show to write letters advocating for my forgiveness. Oh, Lord. That's another reference to a topical thing. I mean, you got to give her credit where credit's due. Um, Was Nicole Kidman sitting strangely? Yes. Okay. Yes. By 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 normal human standards or by Nicole Kidman standards? Um, by Nicole Kidman standards. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, in and that then, case, and then it was like I think Amy Schumer did a like hashtag time to heal. Oh God. I mean, co- pretty good though, y'all. Come on. Sure. And then and then Nikki Nicole Kidman has come out since and been like, y'all, like, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm okay. I feel uh, like a she probably com- wouldn't have a huge issue getting joked on a bit. No, not at all. And I mean, yeah, it's it's also, it wasn't like she was calling her too skinny or too fat or too this or too that. Making it a was Tom acknowledging joke. the, uh, or, yeah, making a Scientology joke. It was acknowledging that Nicole Kidman is kind of perfect in her alien-like way. So anyway, are you Amy Schumer or are you N- Nikki Kay? What you going to do? Well, I do sit strangely. This is how humans sit. Yeah. So I guess I'll be Nicole Kidman. Okay. I think you can't go wrong in either one of these no, here. But everybody I, did dogpile on Amy Schumer as they do, as they do. I feel like you might be more of an Amy Schumer fan in general than I am. Oh, you don't think she's funny. I get it. I do think she's funny. I think she can be funny. I think Trainwreck is funny. I think she has done funny stuff. I haven't seen a lot of inside Amy Schumer, but I thought what I saw was all right. See the episodic she did then? No, I didn't see that. The life, life, life after Beth. after Beth or whatever it's, it's re- called. I think it's funny and good. Um, but you know, like her sort of stand up and her just sort of like comic persona, uh, she's hit or miss with me. I think she's generally funny. Mm. I think that there are very few comedians yeah. that are just relentlessly nonstop going to get it right every single time. I think that Amy Schumer is is pretty hilarious, mm. just generally speaking. And I do think that some of the comedy can kind of go in directions that are maybe friendlier to other people than to me or maybe aren't funny to some people at all. But I, I think she's really, really good. That said, if Amy Schumer, I mean, she, she could – pretty much eviscerate me just by looking at any given photograph so you know all, i mean all all due respect i mean not that that's difficult my students but do also that like too. but would she i don't think she's she, she I, could she could i i don't i i guess what i'm getting at here too is that like i don't think she did this in a mean-spirited way no i think she did this as like acknowledging and the set the reference of that 70s she tends to kind of acknowledge all the ridiculousness sure. of the world around us so I don't, I'm not getting the issue, but sh- whatever. Well, Amy Schumer, come on the Side Talks podcast. We can have a chat about, uh, I guess, any old damn thing. I haven't seen. Uh, She's on strike. She's got the time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, come on. I, I haven't seen her stand up live. I've seen some of her stand up, yeah. like on an HBO special or sure, something. Sure, sure. I will yeah. tell you, though, that I saw Chelsea Handler live, and uh, I think it was the Alabama or the Lyric. Yeah, she was at one of those places. I got to tell you. Just I I left there saying, and uh-huh. make take whatever I 
think what you will. A lot of people don't like Chelsea Handler. I get it. But what I saw in that room was a prof- was a fucking professional comedian at at the top of her game, just rolling with professional level shit in the most feminist fucking way possible. And I am totally here for the Chelsea Handler stand up. It's so good. I don't have any strong opinions about her. I think that she is funnier than some of the stuff that she's done on like TV. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And I think the TV stuff can be hit or miss. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of spitballing with her. Right. Which I think is kind of cool. I actually think that the talk show is kind of cooler than after seeing her do stand up and knowing how good she can be. Mm-hmm. I think the talk show is kind of brilliant in the sense that it's a lot of, again, a lot of sort of like finding you know just kind of rolling with shit and seeing what sticks yeah which can be a lot of fun where this has really worked out and it's it's just non-stop uh you know performance heavy yeah um just really kind of top top of game kind of stuff but anyway um i think amy schumer is in a different category for certain but i think they're both two very funny women who are I mean, really professional and good at what they do and i don't know if anybody out there has seen a lot of amateur stand-up or sort of uh, like mid yes. mid when you then I think it, it's that it's in that juxtaposition of seeing somebody right. who is a professional do do a really good job. And I've seen like Jerry Seinfeld do his his, his shit is his own shit. It, too, is like for me, it's funny. It's pretty. It's like, first of all, pretty clean humor, which I you know can appreciate, which is pop darts. Not, not, yeah. What about them? Um, but I, I it was more hit or miss. Sure. To me. Um, anyway. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying now anymore. Comedy. So let's wrap this up. Comedy. It's fun. Yeah, some sometimes. Oh, thanks to Batwell Studios. That's right. Thank you, Brad. You're welcome. And why don't you visit us online at sidewalkfest.com or follow us on social media at sidewalkfilm? Do you hate comedy? Well, you will see nothing funny. Some people do, man. You will see nothing funny at the Sidewalk Cinema. You know who I saw that wasn't funny though? Sorry to keep this rolling. Uh-oh. Um, who's that dude that has the late night show that took over for like David Letterman? I think what's his name. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Well, I think like it was James him? Corden. No, I gotta look this Colbert? up. No, maybe he didn't take over. Maybe he took over for somebody else. I don't know. Um, or the 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 Daily Show. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. There you go. I'm sorry. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. Not funny at all. And this is where I get wow. with Stan. Oh, it was really bad. And people, everybody I was with was like, "Yeah, that was really bad." Wow. Really, really, absolutely terrible. And I got to like an arm cross point. Which is how I get, I always tell people, I used to hear this all the time, like, cause they do that thing at the comedy club, right? Where they are like, you won 40 tickets. Yep. And it's like, you're going to go on the work. They're trying to fill seats so that you do the two, you know, the two appetizer minimum or whatever it is. And so I've had lots of people when I was at SCAD be like, we're going to go to this comedy show. You're going to come with us. It's going to be fun. I said, if you take me with you, it's not going to be fun. It's wow. not going to be fun because they're giving away tickets because this is the worst shit ever. It's probably some dude who lives in the apartment next to me and they're going to put the fucking spotlight on me. And when they put the spotlight on me, they're going to think I'm going to break and I'm not going to fucking break. Wow. And I've done it a couple of times where people are like, oh, come on, you're going. I'm like, I'm telling you, you're not going to like it. And sure enough, we go and I'm sitting there and I look like a William Morris agent and my arms are crossed and I'm fucking pissed because it's not funny. (laughs) And the guy tries to like come at me a little bit and be like, put the spotlight on her. We're going to break her and talk about. And I'm just like, not fucking going there with you, dude. Wow. And it gets nasty. Anyway, who wants to go to the comedy club with me? Uh, it's like uh, the going, star dome. It's like being in a in a faculty meeting, <laughs> um, um, but with a spotlight. But with a spotlight. 
Lord. Uh, uh, yeah. I And I mm. just like literally, I'll just say to them too when they keep on, I'm just like, you're not funny. Oh my God. I've actually, I'm not a heckler, but I went to see, uh, I, so I won't get into the long story, but I went to go see somebody who had, but it was a really misogynistic humor. And Andrew Dice Clay. No, it wasn't though. It wasn't that, like at least with Andrew Dice Clay, when the misogyny is there and it's funny, I'm like, okay, dude, that's fucking insulting, but I'm going to, it's kind of funny. Hickory so, dickory duck. But, <laughs> but. Maybe that's a bad example of funny. Anyway, um, point is, is that this that this one dude this one time was like, you know, oh, whatever, and then kind of pointed at me and because I was pissed, you know, and I was like, I just screamed out. I was like, it's not fucking funny. Wow. And then the whole room is like, wah, wah. like it just doesn't, it doesn't go well, y'all. And that's why that man left the profession of stand-up comedy. Maybe. And I've never seen him again. Shocker. Hmm, that's a shame. Uh, podcast at SidewalkFest.com. Uh, for what? To write about... I don't know. I'm just trying to wrap it up. Okay. Corey. All right. Well, I'm not a professional comedian, by the way. If you if you hadn't noticed. <laughs> all right. Well, bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.